0: The stock market was at an all-time high, payment companies were cool, and it finally looked like bricks-and-mortar merchants were making a comeback. Then coronavirus hit, and everything changed. In this inaugural edition of the FinTech Friday podcast, COVID-19, what just happened, and where do we go from here? I'm Silvio Tavares, and this is FinTech Friday. It's really great to be with you. Now, you would be forgiven if this morning you got up and you thought you'd awoken as a character in a dystopian science fiction movie. Stocks have dropped nearly 30% in the last two weeks. The New York Stock Exchange has canceled trading on its floor. Your kids can't go to school because of a mystery illness. And you can't go to the office because the governor has asked you to shelter in place. No, it's not a nightmare. This is real life. This is what many of us woke up to this morning, whether we live in San Francisco, Tokyo, London, or Paris. And as odd as this all feels, it reminds us that this is a a once-in-a-lifetime moment of tremendous change. If you're a merchant or you work in fintech or ad tech, You realize that for the next several months, all of the rules of business, and in fact, many of the rules of life, have changed in a very fundamental way. Your mission, our mission, should we choose to accept it, is figuring out how to change so that we can profit from what feels like a uniquely unprofitable moment. But first, a few words about this podcast. As the CEO of a global tech trade association, one of the perks of the job is that you meet and talk with many interesting and very smart executives from all over the world. On any given day, I might talk to the chief marketing officer of Samsung Card in Seoul, South Korea, or an executive vice president MasterCard in Europe, or maybe even the head of office products at Microsoft. Three different executives, three different countries, three different industries, but often one and only one pattern, one common insight that applies to each of them. And that's what this podcast is about, bringing those unique and powerful insights to life, bringing those to you from the leading fintech companies around the world and doing it in a way that's fun, that's conversational and timely. So let's do this, and I hope you'll be back every week for FinTech Friday. So we start today with COVID-19. What just happened and where do we go from here? Well, what happened is many bad things. I'm going to tell you about it in three quick stories. The first big hit from coronavirus is to travel. Said another way, the travel industry has come to a complete halt. Any business involved in travel or hospitality has ground to a standstill. CardLink's member Hilton Hotel CEO said that most of their hotels are operating at less than 15% occupancy. And In case you were wondering, a normal capacity rate, occupancy rate, is about 85%. And there's more bad news. Hilton CEO projects that most hotels in most major cities will close within the next two weeks. So even the landmark hotels like the Marriott Marquis in New York Times Square, the Ritz in Paris near the iconic Arc de Triomphe, all of them are gonna be closed by the end of March. In anticipation of this, Marriott, which is the largest global hotel brand, has started laying off or furloughing tens of thousands of employees. The major hotel CEOs were in Washington this week asking for a reported $250 billion in aid. That's with a B. Airlines are all in similarly bad shape. Now, to give you a sense of how bad this is, we actually polled our members in the last week around the globe. And this is what they said. 73% of CardLink's member companies have restricted all domestic travel for their employees. 83% of CardLink's member companies have restricted international travel for employees, and 67% of CardLink's member companies do not feel comfortable traveling at all. So the point here is that travel is dead for the foreseeable future, and gone with it are all the revenue generating FinTech activities, using credit cards, going to spas, paying for tourism, and cultural exchange, gone, all gone for the foreseeable future. Now, the second big hit from COVID-19 is to consumer spending on credit cards. And this is important, of course, because approximately 70% of the US economy, and in fact, most global economies, is made up of consumer spending. You know, those hyper-educated PhD economist types, they call it PCE, or personal consumer expenditures. Card issuers in North America, Asia, Europe, All of them are reporting significant declines in card spending in March. Um, I was actually speaking to a major card issuer executive in Asia a few days ago, and I said to him, executive, and he says to me, trade association CEO. I say, executive, what is the growth rate that you're seeing in your credit card transactions? And he said, there is no growth. Most credit card transaction portfolios in Asia are seeing low single digit negative transaction growth. Another executive uh, payment in the payment space, a network executive in Europe, said to me this week that transactions are actually declining rapidly on a year over year basis. Interestingly, though, the decline is not uniform. In a reversal of fortune, local mom and pop merchants are outperforming the big box national merchants. And that's because consumers are sheltering in place. They're hoarding groceries. You know, you've seen all the videos. And they're hoarding all those goods that they're purchasing from stores that are close near their home. And those are typically mom and pop. The third big hit is to payment networks like Visa And American Express. I kid you not, just a week before last, some of you may have seen this, there were headlines making the rounds on social media that Visa was about to become the next trillion dollar market cap company and they were going to follow Microsoft, Apple and Google into the pantheon, the stratospheric pantheon of ticker symbols where you needed 12 zeros to count how much they're worth. Well, Visa is trading these days around guess what? Three hundred and thirty billion in market cap. Now that's not too shabby, but it is, if you're counting, only one third of a trillion. Visa stock has dropped in the last month from two hundred and ten bucks per share to one hundred and fifty bucks a share. Why? Well, the most profitable transactions for Visa are those that cross borders. That's where the cardholder lives in one country and the transaction takes place at a merchant in another country. Those transactions, the most profitable ones, have dropped by double digits due to international bans on traveling. Last week, POTUS, our very own, banned all flights from Europe. And this is in addition to all the flights that had already been banned from China and Japan. So all in all, with travel coming to a halt, consumer spending and free fall, and payment networks moving from stars to underperformers, COVID-19 is having a really big negative impact on FinTech. But actually, the news is not all bad. There are some really good things happening too. Chief among these are the positive effects and the surge in e-commerce spending. Now, if you've been paying attention, you've noticed that online spending has been growing much faster than in-store spending for the last decade at least. But what most people don't realize is that e-commerce still only accounts for less than 10 to 15% of total retail spending in developed countries like the U.S., Japan, France, and the U.K. Fact check it. Google it. It's true. All that junk you buy on Amazon that you don't really need, it only adds up to less than 15% of your total spending. And that's the case for the average American. But the coronavirus is changing all that and changing it fast. Consumers are shifting their spending online as sheltered place orders and school closings accelerate. Those things are all limiting in-store sales. Some e-commerce merchants are seeing growth rates as high as 50%. Amazon announced this week that it's hiring over 100,000 workers. It's growing so fast that they can't fulfill many orders and they're just canceling it all outright. I was speaking with a large global European retailer executive this week, and he told me that their stores in Asia are underperforming, but that online sales in Asia are growing through the roof. They were actually shipping inventory back from the bricks and mortar stores back to their warehouses so they could ship the goods to fulfill online orders. So the insight here is if if you're in e-commerce, the coronavirus is a huge windfall. And the shift to e-commerce spending is one that is likely to be permanent. In fact, it wouldn't be surprising if by the end of 2020, e-commerce sales in the U.S. might be closer to 50% of total retail sales rather than the 15% level they are when they started the year. Rideshare companies and sharing economy economy companies are also a big beneficiary of COVID-19. After all, who needs to own a car if you're working from home and you don't need to drop off your kids at school? One uh, executive of a major ride-sharing company that I was talking to this week, um, he told me that rides are up significantly in March. Consumers are shifting away from public transport systems like the bus and the metro because they're perceived as at a higher risk of COVID-19 exposure and instead they're preferring to take a ride share. Now, another big beneficiary of COVID-19 are the card companies and banks that have card linked offer programs. For example, you've heard of Bank of America, Bank AmeriDeals program, or American Express Amex offers. Chase has a program, too. They call it Chase Mobile Offers. And basically, when you open up your mobile banking app, you see all these great ways to save money by adding digital offers and coupons to your card. Now, these type of offer programs have been around since the last economic crisis in 2008 uh, when they first started popping onto the scene. And at that time, Bank of America decided to launch them as a way to drive sales for their merchants that were really hurting because of the sour economy. Well, it's no surprise that with the current economic malaise, these programs have come back in fashion for consumers. Because of the panic caused by the virus, consumers have rapidly become much more price sensitive and they are looking for deals. Card issuers and apps with these card-linked offer programs are outperforming their peers without them. So all in all, it's not all bad news, but we are definitely in for a bumpy ride for the next several months. What happens next is, anyone's guess. But one thing I know, fortune favors the bold. But as you're being bold out there, don't forget to be nice and take care of each other. Thanks for tuning in to FinTech Friday. Talk to you next week. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. This is Silvio Tavares signing off.